1: Welcome to the Extension Hour. This is Amy Ressler. I'm County Extension Agent, Family and Community Help. But this is the Extension Hour, so it's all about all of the things that we do in Extension. We highlight our people, our programs, our partnerships because that's kind of what Extension's all about. And through all of that, we help Texans make their lives better. So we like to highlight all those kinds of things and, and I have to tell you, I say this almost every time, and probably every time Master Gardener's on, you guys are my favorite. I love you guys because Aww, you do such great you. work. Thanks. You are welcome. So so, today we have Mary Decker and Jane Hutchins. So, go ahead and get right into it and let's uh, have you guys introduce yourselves. Go ahead. Thank right, you,
0: <laughs> I'm Mary Decker. Mm-hmm. I've been a master gardener for seven years, uh, lived in Montgomery County for 26 years. Mm-hmm. I mainly specialize in growing vegetables at the extension. And I also help in the county by doing gardening in the schools through our junior master gardening program.
1: Yeah, and I want to talk a lot about junior master garden gardening too, and also about fall gardens and all that kind of stuff, but I'm getting ahead of myself. Go ahead and Jane.
2: <laughs> I'm Jane Hutchins. I've lived in Montgomery County for 15 years. I've been a master gardener for two. Um, I've been heavily involved with the junior master gardener program, and uh I'm a veggie specialist, JMG specialist, and uh, love gardening in my front yard, love growing vegetables in my front yard.
1: Uh, Yeah, one of the great things about Master Gardeners, you guys go through lots and lots of training, and then you mentioned a couple of specialties. So you also have continuing education through um, getting specialist certifications. All the time. Yeah, you guys have lots of great information. And um, so there's also at the Extension office, we have the phone room. So people call there pretty often to um, ask questions. So um, it's one of the things about Master Gardeners, there's so many opportunities to get information. So if you just have one question, you can call. Um, If you have... um, Another interest, there is the Saturday series of classes um, that the Master Gardeners do for the the outreach committee um, takes care of. And they just had one not long ago um, in August, but the next one coming up is September 14th. And that one, um, so the way those all work, there's two sessions. So there's one in the morning and one in the afternoon. Not in the afternoon. They're both in the morning. One goes 8 to 10. The other goes 10 to Ten thirty 30 to twelve thirty, so i guess it kind of goes a little, <laughs> a little bit anyway so there's two of them um there's a, a very small charge five dollars if you come to one class and come it's to both a right? great
2: value most definitely it, lots of good information
1: so on uh, saturday the 14th the first session first session is going to be on patio gardening and then the second session will be on landscaping for curb appeal so you can come to one or both Um, There's some refreshments, there's usually hands-on, like actually getting your hands in the dirt sometimes at those um, presentations, so lots of good stuff there. Almost
2: always have little take-home plants or something.
1: Yeah. So speaking of take-home plants, the other big thing that the Master Gardeners do is the uh, plant sale. So two, three plant sales a year. Yes, Um, right. The fall plant sale's coming up on October 5th. It is. Yeah.
0: So, at the plant sale, we normally have a lecture from 8 to 9 that's very informative that our extension agent, along with other master gardeners, will lead. Mm -hmm. And then the sale is from 9 to 12. So, we provide varieties of vegetables that we grow at our own greenhouse at the extension. And then we also have a lot of floral as well at the fall sale.
1: Yeah. And the advantage of that, too, is that the master gardeners are there on hand to tell you about... How, growing them, what how to, to do. plant exactly.
2: it, how to prepare your soil, how to, what varieties, and we only sell the varieties that work well in Montgomery County.
1: Yeah, and I think that's an important thing too. I, I, you know, you can. Go to several places, and you can buy plants, and they may or may not really work well here. But right. what That's you guys true. do is you test and you make sure what does grow here, and and most of the things that are sold are actually started and grown there at the extension office. So, like in, in the greenhouse, you, the beautiful mm-hmm. greenhouse, and um, all the demonstration gardens. So, you guys are you're both working the the vegetable area, right? Yes, we do. Yes. So, tell us a little bit about that development. How did that come about, or or since you've been involved yeah. in it? So
0: well, at the vegetable section at the extension, we try a lot of new things mm-hmm. against a lot of ones that we've been recommending in the past, and we, we weigh them. We see how they do as far as um, production, and then resistance to diseases, resistant to diseases. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and, we can make a new word: I know, <laughs> disease Easy resistance, disease <laughs> <laughs> resistance.
0: So that's an ongoing thing that we do year round. As
1: mm-hmm.
0: you can grow vegetables here year round. Um, which is a big advantage from other parts of the country. Right. Uh, and then we sell them at our plant cell. Okay. Um, so that they can actually purchase plants that we have tried and tested.
1: Okay. So what are some of the good things that are in the fall? So this is August, right? And um, we're thinking, is is now a good time to plant or we need to wait just a little while?
2: Absolutely. Right now is the great time to plant. Most varieties uh, for fall vegetables... Uh, Be sure to have your spring beds cleaned out and ready to go. Mm -hmm. Um, Some of the varieties that we like at the Extension for broccoli is Pac-Man. Pac-Man. Pac-Man grows (laughs) really well. Space, I think, is another
0: one. No, Green Magic is the other one. Green Magic. And Blue Wind. And uh, Cauliflower grows
2: well in Houston.
0: I never would have
2: thought, but... Uh, we grew one at the extension called Cheddar. Mm-hmm. It's the yellow mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. Uh, did
0: really well. Um, we and a purple one, too. Oh, really? Yes. We it's had a, a whole
1: rainbow. Yeah. yeah. Yes.
0: Some things you might have to wait till it gets a little cooler. Okay. Um, like you can plant tomatoes now, but you would need to shade them a little bit. Uh, but, they do grow here in the fall. Mm. But other varieties of vegetables like spinach, it has to be cool outside. Yeah. yeah. So it won't even germinate. The seeds will not even come up. If you don't wait till like October,
1: okay, yeah, because it's um, still really, right. really hot.
0: <laughs> but it's still really hot. You could plant southern peas right now if you wanted to. Okay, they love it hot. Right, cow it. peas. My,
2: mm-hmm. I've got leftover cow peas from the summer that are beautiful right now.
0: Yeah,
2: beans are good anytime. So you can plant beans. Mm-hmm. Yep. mm-hmm.
1: All right, so let's start from, from step one. What you, you mentioned clean out the spring beds. Absolutely. So tell me a little bit about that Sh- process.
2: Sure. You uh, And you can get all of this information uh, off of the Texas AgriLife website. Mm-hmm. Um, they have a great fall vegetable gardening guide for Texas, uh, and we are Region 3. But what they suggest and what we suggest as master gardeners is to clean out your beds. Um, don't put... Possibly diseased uh, plants in your compost pile uh, be sure to turn your soil and add compost if fresh compost uh, if you can uh, get soil testing if you haven't had it done in a while that's mm-hmm. always a great idea but um, prep your soil it will help you with weed control and uh moving forward. Um,
1: so then th- tell me a little bit about prepping your soil. What, what, what exactly does that mean?
2: Well, um, your soil test will tell you if you need to add sand or compost, or uh, what I like to do is get a delivery of uh, compost mm-hmm. or um, garden bed soil and mix it in. Uh, just to freshen your soil up from working so hard over the okay. summer, um, then that will, and then I let it sit. Okay. I let it sit before I plant. And um,
1: for about how long? A month or two. Um,
2: a month okay. or two is best. Okay. But um, right now, I all I have right now in my beds are a few little flowers, and my pumpkins are already planted. Okay. So we'll have them for Halloween.
0: But, um, yeah, well, yes. your your soil, when it's, uh, we're talking about vegetables. Mm-hmm. It gets depleted very easily yeah. of nutrients. Okay. They're heavy feeders, except for the legumes, which is the bean family. Mm-hmm. They're heavy feeders. So, like tomatoes. If you've been growing tomatoes all spring and part of your summer, they've been taking a lot of nutrients out of your soil, like nitrogen. Mm-hmm. So adding in compost um, will help to bring some of those nutrients back or you could add fertilizers as well it's good to add fertilizers a few weeks before you actually plant because it gives it time to you know work its way into the soil Mm -hmm. so that's another good reason Uh, some people might have a big problem with weeds might want to consider even solarizing so that would be like putting a, a clear plastic over the entire bed and securing it really well, mm-hmm. and that will kill the weeds. Mm-hmm. So then when you're ready to do your fall planting, you can take it up, and the weeds will be gone. Well,
1: okay. Dead. So will you add the compost before you solarize? No, i okay. add it afterwards. Okay. And then, um, so after you put the compost in, you solarize. No, you solarize it, then you put the compost in. So you still want it to let it set for just a little bit before you get right. ready. So, so we're talking starting now.
2: Right. Um, well.
1: Then... You would be ready in October or so to start um, putting right, in fall, your yeah, fall yeah. crops, and then that gives them a, a better chance to to survive and thrive and all those mm-hmm. good things.
0: That's right, beautiful.
1: Okay, so um, solarizing is is helpful, and then you're gonna and the compost, um, and then this, uh, I heard someone say one time about rotating, like kind of rotating you your need vegetables, to like your you crops. Do, so t- let's talk a little bit about what what does that really that means? Not to put the same crop back in there that was in there before?
0: Plants have families, Mm -hmm. just like we do. That's how I explain it to the kids. You know, tomatoes and bell peppers are in the same family, along with uh, eggplant. They're in a family called the nightshade family. So you wouldn't want to put tomatoes in the same bed every year, or even peppers or eggplant, um, because they're going to get more diseases, and they're not going to produce as well. So it would be better if you planted... Uh, potatoes in one bed and tomatoes in another and, you know, just different crops. Mm-hmm. And then rotate them. So the next year you move the tomatoes to a different bed.
2: Okay. It really does work as far mm-hmm. as insects go because I had terrible hornworms and all kinds of leaf-footed bugs all over my tomatoes last year. So I planted everything in different spots this year, even in my small uh, garden mm-hmm. uh, front yard beds, uh, and I didn't have near the problems with insects that I did last year. So it's, it really does work, mm-hmm. rotating your crops. Mm-hmm. A lot mm-hmm. of farmers do it. Farmers have done sure. it forever.
0: Yeah. Right. There, there are diseases that can be soil-borne, too. Okay. So they could be in the soil, as well as uh, insects will also overwinter in the soil. Mm-hmm. So that's a good reason to rotate them. Okay. because different plants will get different diseases.
1: All right. We're going to talk some more about all, all of this because we're, ju- we're just getting warmed up. <laughs> and we're just getting started on some of the things that we can do with fall vegetable plants. But we do have to take a little bit of a break, and we'll come back and we'll talk some more with Mary and Jane right here on the Extension Hour. Stay tuned. <laughs> and community health programs provide science-based education designed to improve the overall health and wellness of individuals, families, and communities. Developed by experts and delivered locally, topics include child and adult health, nutrition, child care, financial management, passenger and community safety, and building strong families, all encouraging lifelong health and well-being for every person, every family, and every community. We are Texas A&M AgriLife Extension helping Texans make their lives better. Lone Star Community Radio is looking for those who are interested in hosting their
0: own talk show with monthly and weekly slots available on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, and on IRLoneStar.com. Start your own podcast, create your first YouTube channel, and be on TV. Contact Lone Star Community Radio online at IRLoneStar.com or call the message line at 936-647-3776 to take your first step into the radio world.
1: Path to the Plate is a research-based education program that helps consumers understand how their food choices impact their health by making the connection to agriculture. Learning about how food is grown and produced and how consumers can make better food choices for themselves and their families, Path to the Plate is all about dispelling myths and misconceptions. Find out more online at pathtotheplate.tamu.edu. We are Texas A&M AgriLife Extension, helping Texans make their lives better. Hispanic Chamber Connections with Dr. Carlos Sanchez Welcome back, I'm Amy Ressler, and this is the Extension Hour. I've got two lovely guests with me here today, Mary Decker and Jane Hutchins. We're talking all about fall gardens, we're gonna get into a little bit about junior master gardeners, but before we get into that, let me mention a couple of things that are going on um, with our agriculture department. So, um, and this kind of relates to gardening as well, so pesticide application, uh, people who have license have to maintain those licenses through continuing education units. And so one of the big things that people are interested in is, Southeast Texas Grounds Maintenance Conference, which is one way that they get lots of great information, but also they can get those CEUs for maintaining those licenses, and that's coming up on October 17th, so that's something that um, we'll talk about some more in the future, and we'll have uh, Brandon Gregson, our ag agent, on the show um, in a few weeks, and we'll talk more about that kind of stuff, but just uh, that's one of the things that people are often interested in, and then one other thing that's happening with them, they have a freeze branding clinic for equine, so they had one back in the spring, but they're going to have another one. On um, September 21st, Um, it's 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. and it's there at the Texas A&M AgriLife Extension Service um, in Montgomery County. So our office, which is at 9020 Airport Road, and that's also where the um, extension gardens that we are talking about are located as well. Um, So right across the street from Lone Star Convention Center. pretty easy to find i think mm-hmm. um so we have all those uh, demonstration gardens around and we mentioned before the plant sale that will be coming up and was there more that you wanted to say well, we wanted to talk about the plants that are going to be available at the plant sale right
0: what i would like to do is just to give you a, a maybe a brief variety of some mm-hmm. of the vegetables that we will be selling okay uh, not a lot of people are aware what all you can grow here okay in the in the fall um, so we have broccoli, of course, and cauliflower, like Jane had mentioned.
1: All those fun names that we just mentioned, yeah. right? Those I fun. love the names. All those, all those fun names. <laughs> I want to um, plant Pac-Man just because of Pac-Man. <laughs> and in
0: that same family, cabbage. Cabbage grows really well here, and there's a lot of varieties of cabbage you can grow. Um, there are also a lot of things, which are superfoods is what I label them, mm-hmm. the kale and the spinach. <sighs> mm-hmm. They grow really well here, as well as Swiss chard. And Swiss chard is something now that is growing more in lawns, uh, front yards, for decorative purposes. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. There's one variety
2: called Bright Lights that is my personal favorite. It's my favorite, too. And when you mix it with uh, kale, big leafy kale or broccoli, they look like shrubs. Mm -hmm. And it eliminates the need to to plant some flowers, even though you still can, of course. But it's...
0: They're like shrubs, and you can eat eat them. Yeah, you can so. eat your shrub. <laughs> <laughs> so,
2: but
0: along with that, uh, we also do have lots of lettuces. We have Asian greens, all things like bok choy. Uh, we also have um, kohlrabi, which is a lot of fun to grow. It's, Kids love to grow. They kohlrabi. love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it looks like a little spaceship, wouldn't mm-hmm. you say? Yeah, on top of it the really does. Um, but along with that, we also have spinach, which is difficult to grow here if you don't wait till it cools down. We plan to have spinach there as well. Uh, but all the varieties that we have we have tried in our gardens
1: and are growing. And these plants are already started plants. So they're like transplants, right? So it's not that they're going to just come get seeds from you and put them in the ground right. hopefully they grow. So we, they're already we seed beginning all of to grow.
0: these okay. at a greenhouse at the extension. Yeah.
2: For Montgomery County residents that may not know about our Hangout, for lack of a better word, the Master Gardener Hangout at 9020 Airport Road in Conroe. We have a section of floral, uh, a floral section, an adaptive section, which we have raised beds for folks that, uh, to give you ideas for folks that uh, might have mobility issues. Then we have the vegetable section where we demonstrate uh what varieties might of uh, vegetables that might work then we have a vineyard we have uh-huh. an orchard we have an herb section we have an earth kind section and we have a bog um section and then of course we have our greenhouses mm-hmm. it's a fabulous facility mm-hmm. and we encourage you to to come visit and ask questions and contact one of us we'd love to give you a tour um, but, um, it, lots of information we can share with Montgomery County residents.
1: Yeah. So. Yeah. Sometimes people just come in the door and go, what's going on around here? Yeah. <laughs> what is <laughs> this? Would you like what to have is a this tour? about? Yeah. 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 And then we mentioned briefly earlier, but let's uh, reiterate that. So, um, there's also the, or did we mention it? The fall plants so that we did not... The open garden day is another thing that's really fun. Oh, yeah. um, so that's available. That happens usually twice a year, and the next that's one true. coming up is on November 2nd. That's a so, great
2: time to come visit. Yeah. Lots exactly. of master gardeners will be out there to answer questions.
1: Yeah. So it's kind of like an open house, but exactly. it's open gardens. Exactly. So hopefully by November 2nd we'll have nice weather, and cooler. it'll be just perfect. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. Um, so it starts at 930, and it, it lasts till 1130, so it's just a couple of hours, but very informal, we'll come and go. And like you said, lots of master gardeners there to answer all kinds of questions. questions. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So at the fall plant sale, you mentioned all the great things that we have, but you also mentioned that we, you, you test those. So you make sure that they grow well and you begin those from, from seed. So what do people need to think about? Like, you know, you you mentioned kale and I'm like, Oh, I love kale. Uh, One of the things that I do sometimes um, is a, a little skit where I dress up. And I'm Chef Plate, and I jump around and sing about how much I love vegetables.
0: I saw you at the
1: fair. (laughs) I know I go to the fair, (laughs) and sometimes I go to school. Very cute. It's fun. So, and I really do like vegetables. So I get excited when, and and we'll um, get into talking a little bit about how getting kids excited about um, growing vegetables and eating vegetables, um, and how important that is, and the lifelong effects that that can have, Um, but. I have lost my thought. <laughs> Where was I going with that? So kale and planting, how do you decide? Okay, so you're going to rotate your um, crops. How do you decide what is going to go well and the location? Because we talked about, Jane, you have a front yard garden, yes. which is kind of interesting, and,
2: right? And uh, light and water. You need at least eight hours of full sunlight for your vegetables. And you need to have easy water access or else it just becomes too much work. Uh, but in my front yard, uh, I live in the Woodlands, and um, I love it because it's a great way to connect with my neighbors, and yeah. it's a great way to, to share with my neighbors because there's no possible way that I can eat all the, that I produce mm-hmm. in my front yard. Uh, so it, it just starts a conversation, and, uh, and it's beautiful. Ve- growing vegetables and flowers in your front yard it's uh, and, and it's convenient <laughs> so uh, but full, full eight hours of sunlight and access to water is key
1: so deciding whether it's going to go in your front yard or your backyard may have to do with uh, well, the sunlight I, I, that it would have or, yeah
2: well yeah. for me i have more trees in the backyard mm-hmm. plus i have that's the dog's uh, domain
1: yeah so and you don't um, want them in your garden
2: <laughs> now and the the cats, however, it, take care of the moles and the mice in the front yard, and they also, unfortunately, to some extent, keep the birds away. But, um, <laughs> but I think the owls come at night, and take care of some of the bad insects and critters that might come up. Uh, but yeah, so front yard gardening is is it for me.
1: So you do you have turf? Do you have grass? I have grass and
2: flower beds. Okay. So in my Flower beds keep getting bigger every year because, <laughs> because the neighbors are more and more interested in it. So uh, uh, I have a, a family, a very young family of three, two, and one-year-olds that come by regularly, and they check out all the worms in the garden, and they want to know. And I've uh, given them each pumpkin plants Um so they come and they say, how's, how's my pumpkin plant mm-hmm. doing, Miss Jane? So, oh. <laughs> it's lots of fun, yeah. lots
1: of fun. So Mary, where's your favorite place to garden? Do you front yard, backyard, what do you do?
0: Well, I have all my vegetables in the backyard. Okay. Um, I don't stay home very much because I spend a lot of time at the schools. <laughs> yes. So I love to garden with the children. Mm-hmm. Um, but one thing I would like to mention is that your beds need to be raised. The soil here in Montgomery County is mainly clay, mm-hmm. and vegetables do not like clay soil. And the roots of your plants actually need oxygen, and in clay soil, they're not going to have a lot of oxygen. So you need to have raised beds, and you know, bringing in a lot of sand and compost would be very good. Uh, so I try to teach, when I teach raising vegetables at your home or school or wherever it mm-hmm. is, that you raise it up above the ground level. Uh, they don't like to stay wet, and they need air. So those are two ingredients that I wanted to mention, but yeah. I do grow a lot of vegetables at home.
1: And, and so if someone has never gardened before, there's lots of easy ways to start gardening. So Absolutely. you can start in a container, or you talk about raised beds. There's yes. lots of kits that are available, or it's just, it's really easy just to use some the two by fours. And although wood will deteriorate fairly quickly. Conc-
2: concrete blocks are great yeah, so great way. yeah.
0: that's yeah, an easy innovated. way yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. yeah
0: yeah yeah and it could just be a bucket if you need to right you know or a trough you could just poke a hole in it just make sure it has drainage <laughs> there you go
1: <laughs> okay so you you said you have uh your all your vegetables in the backyard
0: yes i do i have a deer problem at my house uh, which a lot of people here in montgomery county do
1: mm-hmm.
0: i live out um in an area between magnolia and the woodlands and I can see uh, two dozen deer in my yard wow. in any one day. Wow. And deer like to eat vegetables. <laughs> so <laughs> uh, have I vegetables have a fenced-in <laughs> backyard okay. uh, with all raised beds. Yes, okay. so to protect it from those critters. I can't keep out the squirrels and the raccoons and the possums and the birds, but
1: mm-hmm.
0: I can keep out the deer.
1: Okay, so let's, let's just reiterate someone wanting to start a vegetable garden. What, what would be your top ten recommendations to them? Oh, it doesn't have to be ten. Prepare just, your
2: yeah. soil. Number mm-hmm. one is prepare your soil, and mm-hmm. I I amend my soil twice a year. I do too. I um, uh, have a
1: compost pile going all the time. Mm-hmm. So if you're starting from scratch and you're, you 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 build a you buy a kit, you build a raised bed, or you're going to build a raised bed, then you purchase soil. Buy from a reputable nursery. Yes. Or-
2: Yeah, Yeah, get a good garden mix, and then I would also work in a little more compost to that just to be sure that it's well-drained. Be sure that you put, if you're starting on where grass is grown, put a weed barrier down first. Uh, Clear out all the grass, of course, but then put down a good weed barrier like cardboard or um, there are different uh, weed cloths out Mm -hmm. there that you can put down, and then add at least 6 inches. I like 10 to 12. But um, Is it
1: possible to have too much? So 10 to 12, what if you had 24, or 36? No. It's just going to get no, more expensive. No, it would right? also have too much. No. Okay.
0: But after the soil, I would say the sun, okay. right? And then the varieties. You've got to get those right. The soil, you've right. got enough sun, and varieties.
1: So you're going to think about where you're going to put it, where it will get plenty of right. sun, depending yeah. on what kind of things you want to put and in And easy it. access to water. Okay, uh-huh. and then spacing is another important thing for vegetables? Yes. It is. Okay. Plants need to have space.
0: You don't want to put uh, too many plants in, you know, because every plant needs and has requirements of how big it's going to be. So you would need to look that up like a tomato plant. You know, if they are going to continue to grow all season long, they're going to just get bigger and bigger and Mm -hmm. bigger. And you need good air circulation. So that's one really good reason why not to plant them too close and not to overcrowd them.
1: Uh, and then so, again, it just kind of depends on the plant, too, how much space the they need. So that's another good question for master gardeners. Right. Or you can look it up. So we had mentioned before that um, there's some gardening guides on the website. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yes,
2: there are.
1: So agrilifeextension.tamu.edu. Yes. And, and that's just kind of our, a general website for all things extension. But right. you can put Any in a Any possible
2: question you would have, you can just put in the search box. and, uh, Or you can... Uh, Call the phone room
0: at the that's extension. And we one. do have our own website too. Yes. Mcmga.com.
1: Yep. Yep. Yes. So that stands for Montgomery County Master Gardener Association. Mcmga.com. And sometimes I get confused and I want to put the tamu.edu on there because that's what all of our others are. But but this one definitely is.com. But it's a reputable.com <laughs> website. <laughs> so you know sometimes when I do consumer education, I you know make sure that you know what the the source of your. Um, website is, because there are some that are, are mostly there just to make a profit, but that is not no. the purpose of Master Gardeners at all. Um, and then also there's a planting chart that you mentioned that's available, so on websites, or we can send them a copy if they had called, and yeah, that's helpful that. just to know kind of where to, to plant things, right?
0: Right, right. This chart will show you when to plant and what type of vegetable you should plant at that time. And some have, two, like tomatoes you can grow in the spring and the fall. You know, but something like uh, sweet potatoes. Mm-hmm. They only like it hot and peas. So you'd only grow them through, you know, May to maybe October. Right. You know, so, yeah, it's good to know when to plant them. Our seasons are so different here than the rest of the country. So if you move in here from out of state, you're <laughs> not going to be used to that or even know that you can grow year-round here.
1: Yeah. Okay, so we're going to talk some more. But we're going to take a little bit of a break. Uh, But you're listening to the Extension Hour where we talk about our people, our programs, and our partnerships, all things about AgriLife Extension helping Texans make their lives better, which is one of the great things about Master Gardeners. So stay tuned, and we'll be right back in just a few minutes, and we'll talk about Junior Master Gardeners. See you soon. You're going to need me. You're going to need us. All of us.
2: You're going to need our help with your water, your air.
1: Your food. You're going to need our determination, our compassion. You're going to need the next generation of leaders to face the challenges the future will bring. And we promise, we'll be there when you need us. Today, 4-H is growing the next generation of leaders. Broadcasting 24-7 from the heart of downtown Conroe, Texas. Have a legal question? Are you a resident of Montgomery County? Call 281-645-6344 to talk to a volunteer attorney from the Woodlands Bar
0: Association. We answer the phones on the first Monday of every month at 281-645-6344 from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. To provide general legal information and information about legal resources to Montgomery County
1: residents. Hey, y'all, it's DJ Mike from Dan Simon, Texas. We are back with the Extension Hour. We're talking about our people, our programs, our partnerships, all things about Extension. Um, You know, I get excited about what you guys are talking about, so sometimes I get ahead of myself. I need to mention 4-H. It is time for... Um, Sign up for 4-H. So you can actually sign up for 4-H at any time. That's for youth that are in third grade through twelfth grade. Um, And you can, like, any time of year. But right now is the ideal time because a new school year starting, the new 4-H year is also starting. So just yesterday, the registration system opened up, and it will be um, open, like I said, year-round. But for the first couple of months, the registration fee is actually a little less. Um, It's I'm going to lie. $25, $25, I think. I'm not positive. Uh, but I think it's $25 for the first couple of months, and then it, it will go up to $30 after that. Um, but again, any an ideal time to get involved and get started. And, um, you know, if you're interested and don't really know where to start, again, you can call the Extension Office. We've got great staff um, that uh, work in the 4-H program that can answer any question that you have. Um, and they'll also be hosting a county leadership training on September 24th. And um, although that that's um, mostly geared towards those uh, kids that have already committed to leadership roles in 4-H. It is another opportunity, if someone's just interested, to learn more. It's a a really good chance to to ask questions and kind of see what's going on and and what's happening, because there are so many opportunities in 4-H. Um, And so it's kind of related to to what we want to talk about next with the Junior Master Gardener program. So, you know, Junior Master Gardener, it's kind of 4-H program. It's kind of a Master Gardener program. We also use it in some of our family and community health programming. So it's it's kind of a good all around so many great things about the Junior Master Gardener program. So and, and you guys are both Junior Master Gardener specialists and have a wealth of knowledge on that. So let's start talking about that. What's your what's your what's your favorite part about it? Is that it? <laughs> no, uh, everything. Where, where I even uh, yeah. it's just
2: uh, JMG is a great program. Uh, but Mary is has led the the program at Bear Branch Elementary in Magnolia for a number of years, and it's just it's it is so much fun to be a part of JMG as a helper leader uh, to see these children bloom. Some of these <laughs> quiet children start talking and start participating and start getting excited about gardening and they go home and they tell their parents mm-hmm. and then their parents get involved and then they start gardening at home and they start reading about gardening. They start doing science projects involving gardening. <laughs> I mean, it's just blossoms from the get-go. Yeah. And Mary does um, uh, has led a number of groups, not only at Bear Branch, but also at Ellisor. She's helped get that program going. They've got a great program at Ellisor. I work alongside Interfaith at Creek, Creek View Elementary in Tomball. And we have a little different approach uh, with garden, we have ten or twelve beds at Creekview, and but we start our weekly get together with the children by reading a story about gardening. These children are from kindergarten to third grade, and then we harvest. We plant vegetables, of course. We harvest, we weigh them, um, and then the harvest goes to the uh, needy in the area. So they're learning about not only gardening, math, science, social skills, but they're learning about community service. Oh, yes. So it's just, it's very important, and it's just a whole lot of fun.
0: (laughs) Oh, it definitely is. definitely is. Well, that's my passion, Mm -hmm. is teaching gardening to children. I want them to know where their food came from. I want to know that you didn't have to go to the grocery store. You can grow it in your own backyard. Mm-hmm. And just seeing them start from a seed and being able to grow a carrot or a broccoli or lettuce or whatever it is. And then, and then we actually eat it too. Uh, I have master gardeners that come in and help me cook with the children. So they get to eat what they grew themselves. So they, they do go home with a lot of it. They teach their parents. Uh, the teachers learn right along with the kids. Uh, and it's just an awesome experience. We, I teach them about pollinators and how important that is to growing our food, and a wide variety of subjects. But you're right in that the um, the Junior Master Gardening Program is a 4-H program, and it is also a Master Gardening program that's combined together. So the Montgomery County Master Gardeners have a have a large group of Master Gardeners that help and support schools and 4-H clubs. Um, Girl Scouts or Boy Scouts can also do it, sure. um, but it's a great program that Texas AgriLife started uh, 20 years ago. Yeah, and they're... it's growing all the time. It's a nationwide program. Yeah. It's an international program.
2: Oh, it's it an international yeah. program, and it's developed. It's it's research based, and it's developed by teachers from Texas A and M, and they have taken. They have developed this curriculum, and have shared it with. All of the land grant universities across the country Mm -hmm. and uh, volunteers uh, teach it from 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 there. But anyway, it's JMG is a great program. All you need, if you're interested in getting a group together, you need five children, Mm -hmm. a minimum of five children um, to get started. And it's free. And it's free to register.
0: For for
1: through 4-H, JMG is free, and then we'd also mention that you said it was developed by teachers, and um, so sometimes classroom teachers get. Can get a little overwhelmed because there's so many things that they have to teach and and they do have to prepare for those tests that come up. So one of the unique things about all of the curricula that is available through JMG is that they are TEKS aligned. So Absolutely. it has all of those essential knowledge and skills that the teachers have to teach anyway. But it's a, just a really great great way to re-in- way.
2: reinforce those those teaks.
1: Yeah. So the kids Mm -hmm. don't even really realize that, you know, they're preparing for the test, but they are also, they're learning skills. So you already mentioned the math and the science and the nutrition. And we know that nutrition, you know, when kids are are better nourished, they also do better on tests and they perform better academically. And then the other thing research will show us too is um, children that are involved in growing uh, vegetables are more likely to want to eat those. And so that also has lifelong benefits in terms of um, eating more fruits and vegetables is what we know is uh, undisputable <laughs> among um, you know most of their... There's lots of fad diets and stuff out there and lots of uh, health information, but we do know that the vegetables are a, a big part of a really healthy diet. And if we... So one thing that we can do to be healthier is eat more vegetables. So.
0: And it is amazing how they will eat things mm-hmm. that they never ate before mm-hmm. if they grow it themselves. Last year, we grew sprouts. Mm-hmm. We grew microgreens. And they um, were able to take them home and grow them themselves. And then we grew them at the school. We cooked and made recipes, and they just ate it up. They really did. They loved it. And
2: many of the kiddos will have never eaten these vegetables before. They've never been served them. Mm -hmm. And so that's when it's fun that they go home and they talk about what they ate at school.
0: That's right. I also vegetables. I will send them home with recipes <laughs> mm-hmm. and plants if possible. You know they go home with tomato plants and broccoli plants and kale plants, and then we eat them at the school. And I send home the recipe, or I'll put mm-hmm. it out on the Twitter feed that the school has, yeah. so that parents can see it. And you know, hopefully, they will cook it at home. And a lot I'll, of them
1: do. Yeah, yeah, because we we know parents will buy what kids ask for. <laughs> so if they start asking for broccoli, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> don't be surprised if they've been in a Jng program because they're likely to ask for broccoli That's and right. spinach and kale and all those kinds of things. Okay, so um, if anybody's interested in um, having a JMG program, they there's a website jmg.us.org kids JMG kids. Yeah. Yes.
0: jmg.kids. So
1: or you can Google yeah, junior master Google. gardener and mm-hmm. that'll, that'll bring up and um, that there's lots of great information there on the there website. Is. So, um, and then like I said, in, in Montgomery County, we're very fortunate to have such a great group of volunteers that are there to help. It's not absolutely necessary, but it is really helpful to have someone kind of guiding along help you
0: lead you through it. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. So, um, master, junior master gardeners, anything else you guys want to mention about that, um, do, so there's there's different mm-hmm. curricula, right? So we, we talked about, you mentioned that you read a story. So there is one curricula, it's called the uh, Literature, Literature in, in the, the Garden. garden right? Um, and then there's the one that's Learn, Grow, Eat, and Go, and that kind of um, is connected with nutrition. And there's one on water?
0: There is one on water. That is for older, older children, okay. I think fifth through seventh grade. And then there's, uh, there's a science. Yeah, Wildlife in the Garden, which <laughs> I've used a lot, and Jane really likes that mm-hmm. one too. <laughs> uh, and they do, they all work together. Uh, So you can use them interchangeably, Yeah. Uh, however it best suits. And you can pick and
2: choose. You can pick and choose lessons from the books. So it's a a really
0: handy curriculum to have. Mm -hmm. And a lot of them are are very easy. You don't need a lot of materials from the majority of them. Mm
1: Okay, so uh, we're going to take another break, but we're going to come back and talk some more about uh, just some final thoughts about fall gardening and junior master gardener and just kind of what else comes to our mind before we uh, close out the show. But this is the Extension Hour, People, Programs, and Partnerships, and we'll be right back. This is A&M. AgriLife Extension Service is all about extending knowledge and providing solutions. We do that by using science-based information to create high quality and relevant education for the people of Texas. More importantly, this outstanding education is delivered locally, right here in our county. We encourage lasting and effective change that helps our communities and our county thrive. We are Texas A&M AgriLife Extension, helping Texans make their lives better. Our talk shows and music shows are looking for sponsors. Want to expand your brand awareness? reach the hyper-local audience in Montgomery County? Lone Star Community Radio sponsorships accomplish this. Want to see our stats and rates? Check out IRLoneStar.com sponsor for more information. Or call in and leave us a message at 936-647-3776. Second Saturday Divorce Workshop provides unbiased information to help you understand your options and move forward with your life. This Divorce Workshop is for you if you are contemplating divorce,
0: in the
2: process of divorce, already filed for divorce, or post-divorce. You will explore the emotional, legal, and financial aspects of divorce from professionals who have guided others through divorce. For more information on this divorce workshop, contact SecondSaturdayWoodlands.com or call 832 375 For those
1: of you who like your partners, your gumbo, and your music salty, well, we're here to help with the music. Welcome back to the extension hour. We're talking about fall gardening and we're talking about little ones gardening and their junior master gardener program. But I, okay. So I got to also mention a uh, canning class we are going to have. So you grow lots of vegetables. One of the things, so you give them away to all of your friends and neighbors and everybody who can, um, you can give them to, but sometimes you can also can those. Um, and so we are having a canning class that we will host, um, at the extension office. And that'll be on Thursday, August 22nd. So we'll start at 10 and we'll finish up about three. Um, we are going to actually can pickles this time, and we're also going to make some jalapeno jelly. So those two will be, um, the people will be able to bring home um, products that they've actually canned in class. So it'll focus mainly on just the water bath canning, but we also um, can answer questions about pressure canning. And Because um, most of your vegetables are going to have to be uh, pressure canned unless, uh, you know, if they're pickled and um so we will have, again, that workshop is on August 22nd. And then we try to offer those workshops periodically just as people start calling and say, hey, do you have a workshop? And then we get a few phone calls and we'll plan a workshop <laughs> to uh, meet the needs of the people that are, are asking for information. Um, and then so it, also speaking of information we've been talking about, we need to talk about this. So the landscape solutions, um, extravaganza Something like a big, big event that's going to happen called Landscape Solutions. It's hosted by the Woodlands Township, um, Saturday, September 28th at uh, Rob Fleming Park. And you guys are are really involved in that, right? Absolutely. We
2: We, um, have any possible gardening question you might have from rainwater harvesting to uh, to bees, pollinators. um, There's plant doctors. Plant doctors. We had tomato experts speaking last year um yeah all kinds of free stuff to gather um, yeah, giveaway away plans. it's a huge mm-hmm. event so if you enjoy gardening have been thinking about capturing your rainwater in the wood and you live in the woodlands or you live anywhere else in montgomery county for that matter uh you should come out and check it out it's it's a really exciting event it's held obviously outside most of it except for the lecture parts so um it's a Master Gardeners will be everywhere. Yes. (laughs)
1: Almost
0: every business (laughs) will have
1: Master Gardeners there. And then lots of other businesses and Um, that kind of thing. So just like you said, extravaganza, all kinds of information there available. Mm -hmm. And we think that it's in the morning like 8 to 12. So we're not exactly (laughs) positive on that. Although there will be information posted on the Montgomery County Master Gardener Association page. So mcmga.com. And then you guys also have a Facebook page. There's lots of good information on that. So Montgomery County Master Gardeners on Facebook. And um, so you can find out more about coming out to that Landscape Solutions. Yes. Okay. Yay, we got it done. Yay, (laughs) we remembered. Okay. So, Mary, you were just telling us that your family can't take you anywhere without talking to people about plants. (laughs) That is true. That is true. So when you just have a couple of minutes to tell people about plants, what do you like to tell them?
0: Well, as we discussed earlier, usually I get a lot of questions about soil and bed preparation, Mm -hmm. And when someone comes up to me and they say, well, I've been growing tomatoes, but they just don't produce any fruit. And the more questions you ask, you'll find out that they don't have the right soil, or they're not getting eight hours of sun, or they're growing the wrong variety. So things we already touched on is usually where things go. I had a conversation with a relative not long ago. And he wanted to know why his uh, peach trees were not growing peaches. It's because he was growing a peach tree from a zone that would have been in North Texas. Uh, So you have to know that different varieties don't do as well Uh, in our area. We have a lot of heat and a lot of humidity and a lot of clay. Set yourself up for success
2: and buy the right variety to start and prep your soil and know how much fertilizer they like and the... Percentages mm-hmm. so don't overfeed them and don't underfeed right, them. Right. And don't overwater. And don't like, overwater that's not a
0: problem right now, but
1: but <laughs> um right. so I had a question too about watering. And is there an ideal time of day to water?
0: Well, if you're doing it through a sprinkler head, you would only want to water in the morning so that the leaves of the plants would have time to dry. Okay. But we mainly recommend a drip type of irrigation whether or not you put it in yourself or whether or not you just go get a soaker hose and hook it up to your faucet. Uh, not getting the plants wet is actually better. Uh, the wetter the leaves, usually the more insects and diseases come in. Okay. So it's better to use a drip type system if you have that available to you.
1: So in a drip system would be just kind of a little you could, bit of water all day?
0: You could almost do it all day, anytime during the day. Uh, I prefer to water in the morning but in the afternoon with the heat that we've had right now, mm-hmm. I usually will water them a little bit, like between two and four, because they do tend to wilt. And that little bit, adding a little bit of water will
1: reduce the wilt yeah.
0: on the plants. So.
1: Okay, so Jane, when you have a few minutes to tell somebody about gardening, what is it that you like to say?
2: Oh, I like to say, get your children involved. Get your husband involved. You know, um, plant some vegetables. Try planting some vegetables in the front yard. Um, it's, it's great exercise when you have just a few minutes to kill, you can go pull a few weeds, uh, pinch a few bugs or (laughs) dead leaves (laughs) off or whatever, uh, give them a drink of water. Um, it's, and it's, again, it's, it's my favorite way to get to know my neighbors Mm -hmm. because everybody's always out walking around and so I'll share a handful of jalapenos or, or a handful of basil or whatever with them. And it's just a great way to know everybody.
1: Yeah. And then, Mary, one of the things that you mentioned in the break, too, is that how good it is for not only physical health, because it, it can't, I mean, you're going to have to move and be physically active to do it, but also the mental health of just being outside. Yes, Yes. absolutely.
0: I, I grew up with a father who was an avid gardener mm-hmm. in here in Texas, and that's how he de-stressed. When he came home from work, he went straight outside to the garden. And in the morning, he was outside in the garden so it is very good for your mental health as well as it's good physical exercise as she mentioned and mm-hmm. one thing i've learned from the master gardeners is that the best thing for your garden is your shadow absolutely that's you being out there whether you're putting your finger in the soil to check to see if it needs water you're looking for bugs pulling weeds but the best thing for your garden is for you to be out in it
1: yep and i so I, I, I can find analogies in almost everything, and that's one of the things that I like about gardening, um, and, and not that, that I do a lot of it. I mean, I try. I have, like, some stuff in the backyard. <laughs> sometimes it does stuff, and sometimes it doesn't. Um, but there's just so many analogies that can be made with um Gardening and plants, you know, the cycle of life, and we talked about how plants sometimes need room, and sometimes people need room, and then the, the idea, too, of, of every plant is different, and they all have different needs, different. and Absolutely. Uh, they grow differently, and so, you know, can we think about interacting with other people, you know, just being kind of sensitive to um, different people have different needs, and we all grow differently, and we're all beautiful flowers in the garden. And let's just hold hands and sing "Kumbaya." <laughs> I don't mean to get that that weird about it, but I, I mean I do think that there's a lot of really um, renewing things, uh, you know, mentally and, and psychologically about about gardening.
0: Absolutely, oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. And I try to bring those type of things in when I'm teaching the children mm-hmm. because we need food. I ask the children, "What did you have for breakfast?" And if they tell me waffles, I say, "Well, we're we going to give waffles to the broccoli." Well, no, we're not going to do that. But they need food. They don't think about the fact that mm-hmm. our plants need food mm-hmm. and they need water. Uh, but they're learning very quickly. Mm-hmm. And they need attention. They need attention. Yeah, <laughs> that's
1: right. And air and, <laughs> and sunshine <laughs> exactly. and exactly nutrients. So so many things. Okay, so any any last thoughts?
2: Call the extension if you have a group that might be interested in Junior Master Gardening. It's, it's a great thing for kids, and it supports the teaks. It, we promise not to overwhelm you teachers out there anymore. It's, it's just a great program to get those kids outside where they don't have to be quiet. That's right.
0: You <laughs> can run around. Yeah, and mm-hmm. they can talk. And grow vegetables. Yeah, and get dirty. Yes. And if it's in- okay. And if you're interested in being a master gardener, mm-hmm. we do have an orientation coming up in September. Uh, you'd have to call our extension office, and they would give you the times and dates. We'd love to have you join us and become a Master Gardener.
1: Yeah, yeah, because it's so much uh, great stuff. A lot of
0: good people are yeah. Master Gardeners.
1: For sure. Okay, so we've we talked about calling the extension office a few times, so just to remind everybody what that number is. Um, and so actually, there's the, we have several numbers that go to the extension office, so don't be alarmed if you hear a number that's different than maybe the one that you hear on the radio show. Um, so 936 539 7825 as i know one of them there's uh, 7824 there's 782 anyway 936 539 7825 is one of them and then of course we have our our general Texas A&M AgriLife extension website so the one we mentioned earlier AgriLife um, extension.tamu.edu and that's the one for the entire state it has one your county so you know people when they may be listening to this show from somewhere else uh, because it is available on um, online at Com. we also have a YouTube channel so you can go back and listen to um, previous shows as well so if you want to hear what Mary said before um, I don't remember exactly what month that was but uh, Mary and uh, a couple of other people were on the show and so you can go back and listen to those through podcast which is awesome and um, so there's lots of great ways to get more information so give us a call google us find us online youtube us lots of uh, ways to get more information so thank you ladies so much for being here today thank you for having us you're welcome we love having master gardeners and hopefully they'll be back again soon we will be back on fridays one to two right here on the extension hour